0: It's the nine one nine Vice podcast. Still waiting on Jonathan Rand to give us a nine one nine jingle. He doesn't. I mean, we get what we pay for, right? Yeah, he gets. Wow. Nothing. So, <laughs> although we are trying to set him up with somebody, so that's what you know,
1: set him up with cu- someone, relationship, relationship yeah, one? Cupid, Cupid, Cupid <laughs> sir- trying to wow. ship, trying to yeah, ship seriously? Rand. Yes. How old is Rand?
0: Oh, he's he's I think thirty six, going on twenty one. No. <laughs> Like, have you ever seen the back of his Dodge Dart? No. There's probably a Bojangles box in there from the pandemic.
1: Oh, that's hilarious. I'm guessing
0: the honey mustard at this point in time has gone bad, but he would probably check it out. The okay. honey
1: mustard
2: is
0: fermented. We
2: will try it on yeah. next week's podcast. Anyway, wow. that's,
0: uh, we'll do that when we get to 4,000 subscribers on the Ovia's Gillio <laughs> YouTube channel. That's Adam Eshball. That's Wayne Holt. I'm Joe Ovia's. Uh, a big thanks to Oak City Sports Cards for... Sponsoring the Nine One Nine Advice Podcast, Gillio uh, dropped two hundred dollars on a box of cards looking for a Victor Wembanyama autograph. and mm, did he not did. get a Victor Wembanyama autograph, and I'm starting to get to the point where car I get card investing. It's getting to the point of like a bourbon
1: bottle investing and all those other things. Every, everything's becoming <sighs> investing. Did he do an opening video? Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh yeah, and Sweet. you can check yeah, it out Do
1: you actually? Yeah. Do you actually open a box if you don't? post the video no he did he did oh. we
0: did it for the content uh so shout out to oak city for sponsoring the 919 Vice podcast we'll talk we'll talk with local time at holly springs uh, a little bit later on excited to talk to them they opened up in march uh we've talked to Devin, uh the brewer a few times uh, in or, or once several
2: several yeah because yeah, yeah. once around. Around. remember we did not once. that he's bounced around but he's he's, he's a vet yeah, he's he's been at a, a, a few vet. different locations. He's, he's a, a
1: brewer vet. in the Triangle. He's been around. That's what most of them do. Yeah, he's they move a, around. He's an interesting vet. So now we'll he's talk.
2: home in Holly Springs. He's happy
1: to be. Yeah, there. the last time we had we went to Fortnite and did one, didn't we? Yeah, we did. He was. Yeah. yeah, we did. That's yeah. what I was. That's what I was trying to yep. remember.
2: Interesting thing about Devin is he was at Bombshell when he lived in Cary, and then he moved to Holly Springs and started working in Fortnite. So now. He's living in Holly hey, Springs and working in Holly Springs. Oh, he finally got it right. As yeah. long as you
0: work it out. As Go for long as him. Good for him. And hey, thanks to the job change. I'm spending more time in Carrie. I was in your uh, your territory yesterday, Is Wayne. it a change?
2: Or yeah. is it
1: just I not having It's one. funny that I live here and Adam lives in Fuqua. You texted Adam let him know you were coming, yeah. and I'm Should three blocks away. Yeah, I,
2: see, I didn't even Adam, mean
1: to. I'm so sorry. man.
2: It's okay, man. Man. This will not... I'll put the word out. about?
1: Oh, I'll put, I know. Uh, No, Ever. I'll put the I'll put the word out down mm-hmm. here, and, and I will know the next time you're out.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: I will fair know. Enough. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't know. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't. Know. I'm surprised Adam had to be the one that told you.
0: And apparently, you and I missed each other at walk up because I met up with Michael Scalco at walk up uh, last night, uh, having done the podcast there a couple of weeks ago. So I wanted to check it out. They had changed the menu around. They did. Yep. Um, I enjoyed having the strawberry margarita, and uh, ended up. Closing out the night with a ranch water, which was uh, was which was pretty always good. consistent. Yep, yeah, always consistent with the ranch water, and then with yeah, the week- doing a good job down there. With the weekend being what it was, like there was no pool time, so I got fed up and I, I thought to myself, if the kids are going to play video games, we might as well go play video games and drink beer somewhere. Mm. Um, or at least I would drink beer somewhere while they played video games. So we went to Boxcar. I hadn't been to Boxcar in a hot minute. Wow, and uh, it's not any less busy. No, it's it's not. It was super <laughs> packed on a rainy day absolutely uh, but i enjoyed having i went old school went sierra nevada pale ale uh while playing street fighter 2 and ms pac-man and whatnot you know you know the difference between ms pac-man and pac-man <laughs>
1: um you're asking me you since know we're you're not fcc regulated can i just I go ahead and say I, the no, obvious no 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 no
0: no, no. <laughs> i guess i guess you i guess you didn't watch wayne's world it's fine
2: um I did, but I can't. Just no, the Noah's arcade. No arcade. Yeah, no arcade. Come to the place like, well, where the she, games are played. She has a bow. Tips.
1: It's cool. It's Just a bow. It's, it's That's not all. That's it's not cool. all, Joe. arcade. arcade.
2: <laughs> I don't remember the mispacking. It's what the joke. kids are into. I remember the three amigos. <laughs> hey, it looks like it's a mail plane. <laughs> How do you know it's a mail plane? <laughs> 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 just the little balls.
0: Hey, was my that was my rainy ass Memorial
1: Day weekend
0: of just. Hanging around the house, drinking, and then trying to get out of the house, and ended up going to Boxcar. I don't know what you guys got into,
1: man. We um, Jessica and I went to you know uh, again talking about living in Cary and caring, going to Holly Springs. It's an Apex address, but it's Holly Springs to me. Went to Osteria G uh, for dinner on Saturday night. Um, Eddie Forbes, who uh, started at My Way, golly, when he's about seventeen years old, is now the the uh, head chef there. And man, I thought it was amazing. Really good. Service was great, food was great, and then Sunday night we went to Mexcalito, um, the one out in. Uh, it is Apex, but I, I consider that Carrie. So Apex is getting a lot of addresses, but I think uh, Holly Springs and Carry. But if you go out High House well, then Road, you got
2: the Middle Creek area, and that's oh basically yeah, no right, that's my point.
1: But Mexcalito's got one in uh, Durham, Sanford, now Apex, and a couple other places outlying areas. But uh, their claim to fame are their margaritas. And they got a 40. I think the most expensive one was a $44 margarita. Whew. But I mean, it would feed a family of four. Okay. <laughs> it was huge, man. Both. It was huge. Yeah, it was big. Um, but the place was, it was Sunday at about six, and the place was slammed inside and out. And it's one of these places with a lot of hard surfaces and nothing soft, and they had music up loud. And I wasn't even the one that complained this time. This time it was Jessica. She's like, "It is so loud here. I don't, I'm not sure I can stay to eat." But we did. But it was uh, the food was good. the uh, the uh, The margaritas were amazing. Nice. I enjoyed it. We had a nice. good, we had a good weekend. It's fun.
2: Uh, this week I tried. If you go to Harris Teeter, back when we had Highwire on a few months ago, um, they started doing those. The well, they talked about doing the collabs with Harris Teeter. Mm-hmm. Um, they had colder nights back in the winter time. Which was a West Coast IPA. Now they have brighter nights. So grab uh, grabbed six pack of that. I really enjoy that beer right now. It's uh, it's tasty. Idaho 7, Kashmir, and Chinook. Oh nice for <clears throat> for the for the hop fans out there. But yeah. Adam that beer also is, came to graffiti and through Axis. Dynamite. Yeah. Came out with some friends on on Sunday to to enjoy a little uh Joe, Kid free time. Joe,
1: full disclosure, mm-hmm. he didn't let me know he was coming to carry either. It's okay. I, mean, I think you guys are trying to sneak in and out. Y'all don't want to hang out with me in, in my world? Like, mm, y'all just sneak I, in, sneak I, I, out. I feel like, here's, you want I ran me? up on him though. Do you want the truth? I mean, no, I don't really care.
0: I have to be mentally and physically prepared if I'm going to hang out with you one of these nights, like I have, like I my the, my constitution has to be because I feel like it's going
1: to be. And you probably need. And you drinking. probably need to Uber here and Uber
0: home. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's exactly it. So
1: I have to be in the right space. It's not that I drink a lot every night. It's that if, if you come, we're, we're, we're gonna, going out. We're we're going to hit. And everything. I have to be
0: prepared. Like yeah. you know, meeting up with Maniscalco was pretty. S- surgical
1: you know like there's a chance that if you come to carry we're going to end up at upper deck getting wings at midnight i mean exactly right and i have to there's that chance right right I have to
0: be prepared <laughs> for that. i'm not saying we're not going to do that
1: right i just have to you know things have to kind of settle down with this whole or possibly cross town doing shots at you know 12 30 right gotta, it could be I any of gotta that settle
0: down with this whole business owner thing that uh which by the way officially an llc finally so hey look at that Did you find here a good attorney
1: go. to get you uh Get get handled for you, and <laughs> yeah. Get your. Uh,
0: get yeah, speaking of uh, speaking of that kind of stuff, if uh, if you need any of that uh, kind of legal business advice, uh, business work, or any really any other kind of legal matters, Whitaker or Hamer, they sponsor the
1: Nine One Nine Beer Podcast along with Ovi's and Gillio. They they do the the which whole podcast? The, that Ovi's and Gillio podcast. No, what was the first one you said? What did I say? You didn't say Nine One Nine Advice. I
0: say Nine One Nine Advice. Did I say something else? You said beer. Whoopsies. Hey, it's only been how many episodes have we done now? I mean, you know, four.
1: Adam and I do still own own that beer, so we can call it what we want to. I guess we could call
0: it what we wanted to, but you know, it was probably time to.
1: I like the idea of vice. In fact, uh, I was just texting one of my friends about the the name change. Yeah, and uh, because she listens, she's like, "Well, why the name change?" I said, "Because uh, we're now talking about all of our vices, and you know, we can talk about weed, we can talk about dispensaries, we can talk about." I went to
0: I went to Modern Apotheca.
1: Oh uh, yeah, burnt pot. Um, and gambling's coming.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, gambling, baby. Yeah, and gambling's on the way. But I ended up going into uh, the burnt pot and had one of their CBD-infused coffees. <laughs> and it was actually pretty good. How'd um, that leave you. Your head? Can. I mean, you can't
2: taste anything. It's only CBD. It's, it's a not CBD. Like...
0: No, it depends. It, it, but it, it depends. And, we'll, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit more as the podcast continues with what you can do with CBD, Delta 8, Delta 9. Oh, yeah. What exactly you're getting out of it, right? Uh, including out of like one drink being the See, equivalent of what you could have, like a bottle of wine. So. And
1: Adam, you never were, you, you never, because you were, you know, you were a college athlete. and
0: Right, no, I you never, know, I you, you never,
1: never partook. In, in, in weed, right? Ever. Until but now you do take much, some, some deltas, right?
2: N- now I do, um, and I do it more for medicinal purposes. I mean, <laughs> I enjoy it, but it has done wonders for my sleep. I've been yeah. I've Full been, disclosure, it has done wonders for my sleep. I do it for my glaucoma, but <laughs> <For> your glaucoma, <laughs>
3: sister Parker.
2: <laughs> uh, no, but I, I'm here to tell you, like I, I, it's got me off ibuprofen.
1: Yeah, from but my back. Still, if my I'm going to do it, man, I still want to straight up. You know, I want to, I want to see some smoke <laughs> rising. Right, I'm not getting into the the deltas the, and all that stuff gummies? yet. The gummies. Yeah, I mean, I have. I mean, you know, the, right. the bait pens and all that. But, but you can. I'm old you can,
2: But. That and we're going to learn a lot about this
1: next I week. I can't wait
2: because it all starts from flour anyway. Yeah. So so we're going to learn a whole lot about this. We're going to really nerd out on it, and I'm really excited to uh,
0: about it. But I, I
2: unfortunately I was just wrong in my scheduling. It's okay. I thought that was this week. It's fine. And it's it's actually next
0: week. It's it's so, it's all good. It's not like I'm going to go to Whittaker and Hamer and uh, bring on legal. A representation to kick you off the podcast because of it. No, but okay. we're about,
1: we are worried about you going home and doing that, Dutch. I mean, uh, okay,
0: fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. Joining us on 919 Vice today, Local Time is the name of the brewery. They are in Holly Springs, and y'all are babies, babies. Like this place just opened up. You've sure got the pop top bottles, which you can hear in the background pouring out the beer, which is amazing. So, How's, it, how's the first two months gone, Chris? Devin and Chris, by the way, I have to say who's on with us. So, Chris, how, how have things been
4: going while Devin uh, pours? Yeah, yeah. Th- thanks, thanks for having us, guys, uh, first and foremost. Uh, it's gr- great to be here. Um, first few months have been fantastic. Um, the community has um, uh, embraced us in ways that um, I only could have hoped for at this mm-hmm. point. Um, everybody's coming in um, raving about Devin's beers. Um, and uh, everything that uh, he keeps uh, turning out in the uh, in the production area, uh, but um, I think I think we're we're starting to uh, to figure out where we fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the community, um, folks continue to. Um,
2: you fit right there in the corner of the block on Main. We're right in the block
4: on Main building. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We 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 uh, right next door to an Italian restaurant there, and um, well, it's
3: it- Holly Springs, so we're <clears throat> we're surrounded by. Uh, pizza and ice cream and like Jeep dealerships. <laughs> so very Jeep dealerships. That sounds very, you, that you sounds know very suburbia. All these about all these it sounds very suburbia.
2: <laughs> well, no, yeah. the, 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 we're, I mean, it's vice, so we might as well talk about it, but there are now three ice cream shops within walking distance of your place. One's oh, across right. the street, one's behind you, and one's. But then a quarter mile away. Within a mile, so,
3: there's two breweries and a bottle shop.
1: Geez. Do you have a beer that <laughs> pairs with ice cream? Details. Details. there's you- five ice cream shops. Walkable from where we're sitting here in graffiti. This is true. There's five. If you count Vita Dulce, you got. Um, well, that's not You're crazy. I walk that. I walk that every day. You've you got Andy's you over on Ryan. You've got the gelato place. You've got Fresh. That's not ice cream. And gelato you've got and ice Howdy's. cream are different. It's all frozen something sweet. Okay. Is a, margar- so is a frozen margarita ice I cream? think you guys are just, you're underselling how, a hot dog a how sandwich? much ice cream Holly Springs can eat.
2: No, my point is <laughs> Fuquay's gone all in on the breweries and coffee shops. Holly uh, Springs got ice cream.
1: Yeah, Holly Springs can't keep a coffee shop.
0: Wow. Yikes. Ooh, okay. Oh All God. right. Back God. to beer. So, I'll be holding on to this microphone yeah. for a little bit longer. So guys. Devin, I was looking at I was looking at the website, and it feels like out of the gate, you guys are trying to do like one of each. Is that? Do I have that right?
4: One of each in terms, like in terms of, of styles.
0: We, like I see, you have a col- you have a Mexican Lager, which is sure, poured. Sure. There's a Colch. There's a West Coast IPA. I see. There's a, a hazy IPA. Uh-huh. Uh, what was it? The uh, the coffee porter, the pure moods Arancio Flow uh, <laughs> Porter, right?
4: Yeah. So, so, so we, we are definitely trying to have a, a, a range of styles, a sure. range of options. Uh, we want to have a, a um, you know a, a broad portfolio, but I think for us, it's not necessarily always about you know do we have one of everything. Okay, it's more about you know do we have um do we have things that that fit what our story, what our theme, um, what our brand ethos, so to speak, really is about. Mm -hmm. And if that means that that we can branch into um, a variety of styles, all the better. So what is the theme? So everything that we are producing is centered around inspiration from global locations, international locations, uh, places uh, far afield, um, and and some closer as well. But... Um, so when, you, when we look at the name of the company, um, it really comes from, hey, when you hear a, a news story or you're looking at it to go to a place on a map, you're always thinking, what's the local time there? What's the local time in Australia? What's the local sure. time in London right now? Or the first thing your flight attendant will tell you, when, you, when your plane lands in your in a new destination the first thing a flight attendant will get on is tell you what the local time is and so that's what we're basing all of this around is is travel inspiration is international locations and so even in our first two months we've been able to draw inspiration from many geographic locations already
0: yeah so like at the Puebla. Mexican lager, and you put what's the local time? Puebla, time? Mexican, uh, Mexico, and you got the coordinates, and then we've got Central Standard Time. You got it. So,
4: oh, with okay. the GMT? So minus six. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, we've we, we've we've done everything already from uh, from New Zealand to to, yeah. to to Mexico. We got obviously we've got a few different places in in Europe. Um, and, and so we're, we're trying to, you know, round out the globe and, and it turns and,
0: out you weren't inspired by pure moods at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> for a commercial. You were actually inspired by a, a location in
4: Venezuela. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So exactly. Go. Yeah, yeah Exactly.
0: I don't I don't follow the pure moods uh, you and I are the same Joe. age. You did not stay up late at night watching MTV or other cable channels and then wake up in was the Was that one of the squiggly channels? No, it was not a squiggly channel. Oh. Uh-huh. no that no this was just something that's A vice. oh yeah. <laughs> good guys, harmless habits. I don't I don't care if it was green. <laughs> I saw it. Anyway. <laughs> so the point being that there was a <laughs> squiggly <laughs> channels. Back to squiggly. There channels. was, there was a late night commercial for a CD tape that you could buy. It was called Pure Moods, and it had. Wait, like I remember this. remember this. Remember this? Yes, I do. CD tape, CD yeah, CDs CD or tapes? tapes. Yeah.
3: CDs or tapes? Which Adam? one do you like? They Joe? used to one print one like, CDs Adam? on tape.
0: CDs. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you could yeah. put a CD on a tape. Out if you, just, like if you, just, like, if you, you ironed out a tape,
3: way. it went flat like a CD. We have lost. We have lost track. So pure moods. I.
2: I don't really remember that. I remember the, um, like, the, the the like compilation ones. Yeah, it was a compilation. <clears throat> of, like, the 70s. Yeah, like I just Freedom don't. Freedom Rock, man, turn it up. Hair ballads. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Okay, so Pure Moods was another one with, like, Enya and stuff like that. Yes.
0: Yeah, Enya and some other electronic music. You know, Mike Oldfeld's, uh, what is it, Tube Bells? Yanni? Sure, sure, Yanni. Why not, right? It's an anyway, inspiration. We've lost. We've lost it here. All right. So, um, lime with this. Tuck on this. Lime with the lager. With the Mexican lager. Recommended. Not recommended.
3: Uh, I do not put lime in my lager. However, if that is what someone gets the most joy out of this beer with, mm-hmm. then go for it. it, 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 is, it you provide limes? In,
4: in, in the tap room, we have uh, okay. we have um, served it with a lime because um, we we uh, brought this out um, right around Cinco de Mayo, okay. and so. Um, so it made sense, and you know, it gives it gives it a little citrus. Okay, good. So yeah, I, I, personally, I like it with a lime. Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a fan of having this stuff with uh, with a lime. So keeps the
2: flies away, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's
2: why they started putting lime I un- in beers. I
0: understand. I understand. All right. So what else did you uh, what else did you bring today?
3: Well, I brought with me uh, some Vienna Lager, um, a West Coast IPA, and then a Hazy IPA because this is North Carolina. And People are going to drink a yellow lager, a red lager, an IPA, and another different IPA. Oh,
0: so you almost went chumbawumba on me
3: there. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> so, okay, hold on a second.
0: Because it's North Carolina, you just broke yeah. it down that
3: way. Is yeah. that really what
0: it, is that what it really breaks down to?
3: So this is a, a galley. I've been brewing beer for like 13 years now. I was going you to say, you've been at this for a while. Yeah, no. couple, I know. A couple, I had couple change, stops. I had to change breweries because you guys needed more guests. You wouldn't have me on a second time. So. <laughs> You know, take it up with uh, Adam. Uh, you're a funny. He guy.
2: had bad jokes that one time, though.
3: I That's always a... have bad jokes, like
2: really yeah, bad. I was banned from the show like for the, like four the, years. The Pilsner Mont one. And yeah, 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 it was... yeah, It's
4: bad enough. We all remember that. <laughs> it's a combination <laughs> of bad jokes and dad jokes. And but,
3: no, no, this was bad. <laughs> Devin I, it, it was not good. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but but in North Carolina, there are certain things. I've noticed that, like, really hold true. And, and I'm sure other states and, and other, you know, beer cultures, you got to have a yellow beer. You got to have something that drinks easy. Yeah. And, you know, if you can do something international, something that tells a different story, then even better. Yeah. That, that's, that's the strength of local time is that, you know, we could say, okay, uh, instead of, like, let's say a Blondale as our yellow beer, what do we do that brings an element of the world that's another? Yellow beer. Okay. Um, you know, every brewery in the state is going to have their, you know, their best seller is going to be, you know, either a yellow lager or an IPA. Okay. and their second Some, some best might seller. call them golden lagers. Some might call them gold. And then you're going to have an amber beer. Ouch. It's going to do pretty well. And then you'll probably have a hazy IPA. And then some people might also have a wheat beer that rounds out their, their about their top four sales, but um, it, it holds consistently true. At breweries, you know, you'll see that you know number one is going to be the IPA or uh, the Crispy Boy. Uh, I do love a Crispy Boy, though.
0: That's right. There's nothing wrong with Crispy Boys. Well,
2: so what's that look like for you guys? What What are your 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 top so he- heads and tails we- above everything? I've
3: been else. having a well. I mean, our heads and tails is the Mexican lager sometimes tied with the IPA, and then the Vienna is about third. Okay, um, really? Okay, and then. Another IPA rounds out the top four.
2: Because you didn't start out with
3: the Mexican lager. You guys had a blonde, didn't you? We had a colch. Yeah. And the Colch sold really well. Mm-hmm. And and then once the Mexican came out, I mean it just destroyed sales of the colch, And so the Mexican shot up front. <laughs> there are other things I'm looking at like doing more of like a dry Asian style lager. Mm. Um, but again lager. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to have like jasmine rice or other type flavors like their cherry blossom. Um but it's still that category. It's it's still that crispy boy. It's it's the yellow beer. But this one's going to be okay. influenced from a different part of the world, and you might not see that somewhere else.
4: I, th- I think I think overall right now I'd say probably the 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 hazy um, is probably the best bestseller. Um, it's done really well. Um, the what 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 Devin sort of put into it from an, uh you know an art standpoint um, is is helping uh, crush it. But um, but yeah that. Uh, that, what do you that. mean by that, uh, from an art standpoint? So, you know, when, when, when Devin gets back in the, in the production area, I mean, it's, it, it is a balance between science and art that he's doing back there. And, um, you know, his combination of how he works with ingredients, um, how he works with, like, just sort of the, the inspiration uh, that, that he derives from, you know, the, the, this whole uh, brand that we put together, um, it really it really comes comes through as a as a fantastic product, and um, you know, I think what, what with the with the hazy in general. I mean, you, you you did a lot of a lot of cool things to bring that together.
3: Oh yeah, that that one's really fun. Um, <clears throat> and that one has you know different process elements. Um, that you know like a lesson I learned from you know this brewery. You know a lesson I learned by doing contract brewing for you know someone over here. Things like that. So it has a lot of. Uh, little process elements that you just sort of pick up over the years of making Lord knows how many hundreds of IPAs. Sure. Well, you come from several breweries in your background. Yeah.
2: This is definitely the smallest one,
3: correct? Uh, By square footage, uh, I worked at Mystery, which was also a seven-barrel brew house. Okay, so it was seven as well.
2: How do you feel about taking risks... Here versus taking risks on a twenty or thirty barrel system, though.
3: Oh, I, this should free you up, yeah. It certainly frees me up, but uh, you know, also on larger systems like I've worked on, you know, twenties and thirties and fifteen. Um, I was sorry. I just you know look about it like, all right, well, if you put together a good process, the beer will always be good, someone's going to like it. I put together some things that very few people liked, but, uh, like what I, uh, I had this idea, uh, at another brewery in Holly Springs where I made a beer, uh, a spruce beer. Okay. And I was taking inspiration from Captain Cook and like his voyage and that type of thing and, and trying to figure out like. You know, Polynesian flavor, but also spice flavor and that kind of thing. And so, like, I basically put a Christmas tree in the boil. I was going to say. And uh, it that, had fantastic spruce flavor. Uh-huh. And one of the things I found out was not everybody wants <laughs> fantastic spruce flavor in their no. beer.
0: No. I liked it. I, I, what comes to mind is, uh, while I did not have that beer, I have had a similar beer, because dogfish made something called Pennsylvania tuxedo, I Canadian tuxedo. wasn't No, it, it was no, it was Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. That's and right. Pennsylvania I that tuxedo. Now. And it was all flan. It was the flannel. It was the, uh, yeah, it was yeah. Flannel, it was the buffalo chest. I was thinking flannel. denim. No, that that is a Canadian tuxedo. Yes, <clears throat> you're right. Uh, never forget the iconic photo of Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake showing up on the red carpet in Canadian tuxedos. <laughs> yes. So I tried it out of curiosity because it was a a a winter Christmas time thing, and it was. And I don't, you know, people know that I enjoy dogfish, but it did taste like pine salt to me. Mm. It was not, it was not good. It smelled like a Christmas tree, but actually drinking it was not the thing. So now I'm curious, yeah. like, how did it actually, what was the, what, how did it actually taste to you? Have you ever uh,
3: drank a Christmas tree?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've burned a Christmas tree, but I've never. It tastes I,
3: exactly like what you think, drinking a Christmas tree. Like, if you were, like, blindfolded, so that and the Elf And I was drink- like, what is the flavor here? What are you getting out of this? You wouldn't be like, I got on some citrus. <laughs> you will be like, "Is this a Christmas tree?"
0: <laughs> no I'm intrigued. I wish I could. I wish I had this beer. Intrigued, huh? I am intrigued. Uh, intrigued. I love. I love Christmas. I love. Christmas. But how
3: do you feel about trees?
0: I, I love Christmas trees. I want real trees. Although I did buy an aluminum tree. Finally, uh, a throwback. A uh, an aluminum Christmas tree. A throwback from the '60s. Aluminum. Like the, they're called. They're like tinsel trees. But back in the day, they were called aluminum Christmas trees.
4: Yeah, I got the color wheel, too. So, uh, Actually, on the point of Christmas considering, right, that we're here in June. Of course, it's um, almost Christmas in
0: July. Yeah,
4: uh, exactly. Um
2: Yeah, you're like a month away from
4: pumpkin beer season. So. Yeah, let's go. Well,
3: well <laughs> We're already late to the game. <laughs> if you don't have a pumpkin beer on June 1, I'm don't sorry, even I'm cracking open, hey, it's the
4: first
0: weekend of the pool, I better have a pumpkin beer.
4: Yeah. Anyway. Um, w- w- one of the ones that, that I'm pretty excited about uh, for us, and I think this really came from, you know, all the ideas that, that uh, my wife and I had when we were, you know, getting ready to start this whole thing up uh, from a travel standpoint was yeah. we 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 had been to to Finland a couple of years ago, went to like uh, Santa's Village there, and uh, so what I'm really excited about is come Christmas time we're going to do a Christmas ale uh, inspired from Finland, awesome um, with um, uh, ligand berries in them, um, okay, or, or that, that being part of the part of the basis of it, and so that that's going to be our uh, hopefully a um, a real. Um, <clears throat> great representation of not only a different location and mm-hmm. a different type of ingredient that you might otherwise find and pu- pull it all together as a Christmas ale.
0: So Chris, what were you doing before you opened up this brewery?
4: I was doing consulting.
0: Okay. Yeah. Took you all over the place.
4: It did. Okay. It did. I, I got to go to some cool places mm-hmm. and, um,
0: a neighbor of mine is in the same kind of business. So he's constantly, constantly traveling. Yeah. So.
4: And for me, it was, it wasn't constant travel. In, in fact, my wife is also in consulting. We're, we, we were, in vastly different areas of consulting, but sure. she actually travels much more frequently than I ever did. But my trips are much longer because I just went to, to further places than she yeah. does. Um, but um, you know, once COVID happened, uh, the projects that were of interest uh, changed dramatically, mm-hmm. and uh, and the travel completely evaporated. And yeah. so it was this this sort of became my COVID pivot. Okay. Okay.
0: But you got all that inspiration.
2: I guess you can st- say he stayed local at that time. <laughs> Look at that.
0: <laughs> That's good.
2: Uh, De- back to what I originally brought up, taking risks, though, Devin. What I meant by that was, if you're making 30, 30 barrels at a time, unless you're distributing it everywhere, it's going to take longer to dis- disappear. Oh, yeah. If you're making seven barrels, it's really not that big of a deal if you're experimenting. Oh, I'm going to use this random yeast in this just to see what happens because I know people are going to drink it, and my good customers and friends who come in here are going to give me honest feedback Oh yeah, and see what direction I want to go in. That's that's more of what I was saying. So, so making that Christmas tree, liquid Christmas tree, <laughs> if you dump a couple barrels of it because it didn't pan out, no big deal. If you're yeah. dumping over half a 30-barrel batch, it's a much, much bigger issue, right? Oh, yeah.
3: And, you know, uh, some of the beers uh, – I've already kind of played with a little bit. So if you get the the Hazy IPA, um, it's already on. You know, we've been open for two months it's already on its second sort of iteration. The West Coast IPA is also like on its uh, second version. Um, but the uh, the Vienna Lager has been brewed consistently several times. That one's been uh, a it's, strong mover. I think the Vienna's my
2: favorite. Yeah. Um, but thank you. I love a Vienna Lager, right? So just because it's my favorite doesn't <laughs> definitely doesn't mean that you're going to be your top seller because you you know that's inherently going to be the hazy. Of course. The hazy IPA. But it's that's the one we, we're drinking now, and it's got that nice initial sweetness, and then it finishes nice and dry, and just nice, like, bready, toasty notes. Oh, yeah. It's, I, I really enjoy
0: it. We're about to open the hazy. So, about the hazy.
3: About as the hazy. Can as we as talk
0: as about the hazy? <clears throat> okay. there There is a you do this long enough, you can change the name of the podcast. Still talking about beer. I feel like brewers don't want to do them, but the consumers want them. Is, I mean, again, this is I've I've come to terms with the fact that if I never have a hazy IPA again, I'll be fine. A West Coast, I'm intrigued by. I want to try a West Coast. I want to see how you pulled it off. With a hazy, I feel like it's just more of the same as a brewer how are you challenged by that sort of
3: so that one was uh one where um i wanted to have very specific ingredients of uh new zealand so the the hops in this are uh from you know new zealand possibly australia but you you get the idea yeah yeah, yeah. um southern hemisphere so yeah and um I, i wanted to use like different blends of hops and possibly all these other processes, but um, uh, you know, a large part of it, honestly, I think this is really a very process-driven beer. Okay, and to make a really good hazy IPA and one that you know isn't just like, oh, hey, people like this, let me just throw another Let's one out the market. One. Right. It, it, honestly, is a more challenging type of beer to make. Okay, and, and I quite enjoy this one largely because uh, I feel like there's a lot more. Technical process that went into this and the others. Okay. Because you threw flour in it.
2: Oh, isn't, yeah. that, isn't that the way you make a hazy IPA? That's a way to make a hazy <laughs> IPA.
3: Excuse me, what? Yeah, if you boil flour, it'll help the haze of, of beer.
0: Oh. Is that cheating? Uh,
3: <laughs> I have done it in the past. Yeah. So, yes. But I did not do it here. Okay. So, yes, it is still cheating.
0: Okay, got it. How
3: many times? How many. Eat? Batches of
2: this, if you brewed? This hazy IPA? Yeah. Uh, like, what batch are you on at the tap room right now? Batch three. You're okay. currently on batch three. Of the hazy. Yeah. And you got batch four in the tanks. Something or you like, haven't yeah. brewed it yet. I think that's right. Yeah. I think okay. that's right.
3: But as opposed to like your Vienna? Uh, Vienna, we're on batch number three. Okay. Okay. So those two are. are I mean, members. that's great sales. They are, yeah.
2: That's great sales for Vienna Lager.
3: Yeah. Honestly. Honestly.
2: Honestly. So, you're, if you're keeping up with a, with a hazy IPA?
0: With all the styles that have come through and we see, you know, in all the conversations that we have, um, you, you'll notice a trend. You know, everybody was getting into making a logger, which is great. I love that. Um, which, by the way, last night I, I saw a throwback shirt that you would appreciate, Adam. And then the, the haze hasn't gone away. I guess it's like things will kind of ebb and flow and various styles. What is it about the hazy IPAs? Do you think that continues to be a, a draw for beer drinkers or craft beer drinkers specifically?
3: I think they have a lot of flavor. Okay. I think, I think if you look at the craft beer industry and, and the movements has gone in, I think most of it's always been a response to a lack of flavor and trying to have the most flavor possible. Right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of, craft beer kind of came out of the, the gate being very IPA heavy. And I feel like that's because IPA quintessentially is not macro American lager. Yeah, it
0: makes total sense to me that IPA completely would be that different flag flavor, bearer,
3: completely something else. Yes. So it's much more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the way in which you can bring out different flavors, uh, focusing, you know, grain, hop, yeast wise, uh, I feel like a hazy IPA can be driven in a couple different directions. Whereas if you take, let's say, the Vienna Lager, it's really driven by malt, but then yeast in the fact that yeast should be very muted, like it's it's clean of the yeast. Okay. Um but you there's a lot on the palate to play with with a so, hazy IPA and, and so I think, you know, you go to one brewery and they have one that's, you know, really juicy, maybe they another one has uh really sweet, maybe you could say summer mimosas, you know? Yeah. So
2: Oh yeah. So Beer aficionado. You follow follow him on social media at all? I do not. I'm sorry. You should. You should. And I'll tell you why. I forget his name. It's Doug something. But he's hilarious. Okay. And he he actually heads up the marketing team at Revolution Brewing in Chicago. And he... But he's just connected all over the place. Got a great perspective in the beer world. And he, he came out with a great meme last week. And had every like four iterations of H the HBO app from when it was HBO go or HBO mobile to HBO go to HBO Max and then to max okay and he basically labeled them in the in the eyes of what IP uh, of from an IPL to to a cold IPA basically it was like IPL uh, uh, Italian Pilsner West Coast Pilsner cold IPA well Yesterday, he came out with with one uh, because HBO Max is just called Max now. And he goes, since HBO Max has dropped the HBO, is it time for Hazy IPA to drop the IPA and just be its own Hazy category? Because how far has a Hazy IPA really strayed from the world of IPAs? Oh,
3: it's, I mean... It's it's a completely different beer to me. It's it's like a marriage between a wheat beer and a stout. Uh, like it's wait, very, wait, very different. What, what what all right, explain that. Yeah. I don't understand what that meant.
0: You had me you had me at wheat, now I'm curious about stout.
3: Uh, I think if you look at it in terms of the body and a lot of the ingredients that will go into a hazy IPA, you talk about lactose, <laughs> oats, things like that, the residual mm-hmm. amount of sugar, I may shares more in common with a stout. From that standpoint, okay. than a traditional not color, which is yeah. Oh, yeah. the most well, yeah, notable yeah. thing. But so then like from there you look at like the wheat Noticeable things. and you look at like fruit and citrus and other type flavors. Um, but you know, people call it IPA, I think, largely because there's a lot of hops in it. But again, it shows that different bit of the canvas where even though this has a tremendous amount of hops, it's not the most bitter beer I make.
2: Absolutely not. Well, and that's what I've said for a long time, that I feel like hazy IPAs are more closely related to fruited wheat beers or unfiltered wheat beers in general, not so much IPAs, even though they have a lot of hops in them. A lot of, So let's remove. Let's just start removing IPA. See what happens. Seven yeah. barrels. Just say hazy.
0: Yeah, people are still going to order it. Yeah, they're going to see hazy. They're going to know exactly hazy, what still it is. They're still going to order. It. It's probably true. Before we move on to the next beer, so Chris, the, let's talk about the space itself. Uh, I mean, we talked about the ice cream shops that are apparently around <laughs> local time, uh, but the space itself. Do you guys do food? We ourselves don't produce food. You do not produce food. No, okay. uh, but, uh, but you can bring the ice cream to the place you can, you out bring, of whatever ice cream shop you go you to. You
4: can bring whatever ice
2: cream, whatever pizza, <laughs> you can, you what, can, whatever
4: burger, whatever, whatever you, you want. You should
2: bring start doing that and doing some floats. Maybe yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, putting your coffee porter <laughs> over a scoop of ice cream
3: that people bring in. Definitely it's it's a like, possibility. Uh, no, possibility. I, I threw that idea out there earlier. Like, oh, okay. I was like, we got to do this. Yeah, that's a possibility. That does sound like a good but idea. But you can bring food in. Absolutely.
2: So 100%. there's a lot of restaurants around oh, yeah. you guys, yeah, they're, they're,
4: and, they're, and they're all great as well, and, and they, they've been great to us, and 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 we're we're, um, we're we're happy to have anybody bring bring any of their stuff. Having so,
0: not been out there though, so what is the?
4: Yeah, well, so I
2: was going to say, when's the last time you've been to downtown
0: Holly Springs? I mean, it's been a really. long
2: If it's long time. been five years, yeah,
0: it's been. It, you're not, it's you have been no idea years, what you're walking into. Yeah, yeah, it looks different. Okay, okay. I mean, that's good. You yeah, know, it is, it's an the,
2: actual like they've they've manufactured a downtown, like they've they, built a downtown little strip that just keeps getting better.
4: They have, yeah. There, I mean, there are three buildings uh, that are have all been built within the past couple of years. Okay. Uh, the whole town hall complex. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's um, a, a, a building, a town hall commons, and then there's a building that we're in. There's a block on main building. Okay. And um, a bunch of restaurants. you got some retail shops there. Um, the town is really committed to continuing to develop all of downtown. There, there are plenty of... Uh, Future opportunities for them to do so that we're excited to be a part of. Okay, um, and um, yeah, we I think I think you know part of you know where we're at is we're we're just excited that, that we are in where we are, um, so that as this growth continues, mm-hmm. um, you know we we've already and what's the and what is the what is the having not been there what is
0: the vibe that you're going for like you see in graffiti it's pretty self explanatory there's graffiti around here what are you what are you going for at local time are, are there do we have the the classic movie clocks in the background telling you what the local time is at various you know, you places? Know, you know, we,
4: you know, we thought about things yeah. like that. Um, we, we, we really did. We thought about the things related to you know a lot of clocks or, or a lot of maps you know, yeah. from, the, from the international travel inspiration and those types of things. Uh, we have settled really on a rather clean um, and a rather um, sort of a combination of... Uh, a little bit industrial and a little bit modern a okay. vibe um, so when you come in um, you're not going to see a lot of signage you're not going to see a lot of color um, so we've got um, we've got um, some sturdy tables we've mm-hmm. got concrete uh, bar tops uh, we've got uh, um, uh, steel on the um, on the columns uh, so we went for a really clean clean look modern got look got it and in terms of you know whom we're Sort of speaking, to I would say, based on who, who's coming in. I mean, it's it's not only people like you know just in the in the local neighborhoods, uh, but we're getting a lot of families. Yeah, um, oh, it's Holly Springs. I would imagine we, we exactly, and 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 we and we embrace that. Um, you know, we did a couple of things where we wanted to make it such that um, that families would feel welcome, mm-hmm. and um, you know, we really focused on location before before everything else, and which as Devin will attest to, that has caused um, a, a number of, of, of challenges from a production standpoint. But We, we said we're going to go into a, a great location, and we'll figure out how to do it production cool. wise.
1: Cool. So you mentioned families. I've, I've been there once. I went there maybe the day you opened or the day after, but
4: um, do you have any outdoor space? We do. Okay. we do. We do. We've got some tables right out on the, on the sidewalk right on Main Street. Okay. Uh, as well as a few tables um, out our back. Out the back. Door back. Okay, as I well. thought I
1: remember seeing something there. So, uh, what about dogs? You, obviously, you said you welcome families, so children are there. So, what about dogs? Yep,
4: absolutely. Yeah. Do, do you yeah. welcome
1: dogs on, your, on your
4: counter? <laughs> on the counter. Right,
1: no. because <laughs> I've got pictures of a lot of the places in and around the triangle where dogs are on the counters, the bartenders rub the dogs, and they serve a beer. And, you know, dogs are, uh, I love dogs. I just don't love my. Server touching the dog and then touching my glass and pulling the handle and serving beer and it happens. No. I recently recently sent Joe and Adam a picture of one. Oh, I know. Where I was standing there and the dog was. Uh, I know. It's just anyway, but uh, yeah, we, we've toyed with that idea, graffiti. But considering uh, we have a, a stick with a steel head on the end of it and dogs like to chase sticks, <laughs> um, we've not allowed dogs and probably <laughs> never will. Yeah, or, or kids for that matter. But
4: uh, um, yeah, in Holly Springs you have to allow families for sure. I, I, I totally That's agree. All it is. I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I myself have, a, have an eight year old daughter Yeah. and uh, you know, I, I, I didn't want to create a place where, um, where she wouldn't feel welcome. So I know
1: I had to run in and out for, for, uh, for a couple of phone calls, but, uh, so maybe I missed something, but I know Joe asked you what you were doing before. And you said consulting, um, why brewery, why Holly Springs? And, you know, uh, were you into the craft beer scene prior to really wanting to do your own thing?
4: Uh, I, I really wasn't uh, all that you know directly involved uh, in the craft brewery scene prior to this. Um, um, however, um, my wife and I have talked about doing something like this from as long as I can remember. I mean, I've known my wife now for almost 20 years, and we actually met while both working at a bar. Um, and we've kept the idea going uh, this whole time. And, you know, it got to a point where um you know again when covid happened and all the cool projects dried up and the travel was gone and I said to her I was like listen I said I I need to do something different I said I I, I, I can't keep keep doing this right now in the in the midst of covid of course none of us really knew what the out, outcome was going to be right it, it was it was a strange time for everybody and um and so I said I'm going to yeah, I'm going to go look for something else and she said well fine go go, go look for whatever you want she said but I don't think you're going to be happy with those things either she said we've always talked about opening a brewery she's like maybe now's your moment go do it and so with 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 that sort of encouragement um you know we committed to the idea um nearly two years ago now and um and have run with it ever since and holly springs um we moved to holly springs a few years ago after being in apex for a number of years Um, we came down from uh, new england about a a dozen years ago now and um it, it it made sense it made sense to be uh, close to home, it made sense to be part of a growing community, a family-oriented community, um, and a community that just uh, that, that we believed and and I think is proving to be true that would that would embrace another another brewery, one with a that, that would that would be right there on Main Street.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think embracing the brewery. I think we all know the answer to that. Uh, absolutely, they will. Uh, you just look in, here in downtown Cary. We're going to have seven breweries, I think, that we can walk to with by the end of the year. Um, but I grew up in Holly Springs. I mean, my family's roots go back there uh, to like 1905 on both sides of the family. Um, so I saw the old downtown that was there when I was growing up in the, in the 60s and 70s, and they tore it all down. Mm-hmm. And then they built Town Hall, and then they built the, the condominiums across the street, the, the office park there. Um, so it's fun to see them start to do some stuff. They've done a good job. Um, has anybody explained to you why they only build on one side of the street down there, and not the other side? Because everything's on one side there,
4: right? The heavy side, right? Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't I don't have a good uh, good reason as to why one side of the other. However, the I mean, as you may very well know, they they are looking at doing some some cool things on the other side of the street as well. Um, there's 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 a lot of talk right now that, that some of these projects might actually be moving forward.
1: Yeah, the one thing with Holly Springs, I have built down there for a long time. I I don't build down there currently, but um, you know I've I've looked at properties down there, stray lots. Um, uh, small parcels that we could build something on, and it was really really difficult to do residential so um, I'm, I'm, I've not been down there in several years from a from a business perspective, sure. and, and I hope that they've got their head out of their butts a little bit and and, oh. and understand they do I mean and, and they know wow, it Wayne. I mean I've stood in front of that town council and spoken more than more than one time and, and they, they know where I we come from get, we should get so, uh, uh, we should get these town folks to come onto the podcast and they can express
0: their thoughts on Wayne. Oh, that's fine. I, <laughs> hey, I promise you, man. I'm, I'm here for it. I've spoken in front like, of that wanna, town wanna, council wanna, like, on we we multiple should, occasions. We should, like, we should do a thing where Wayne's not part of the podcast that day, and we get some like we get some business leaders, Carrie. <laughs> oh no, to come through. Oh, Carrie. No, Carrie likes Carrie. Oh, okay, Carrie likes Wayne. Okay. Holy Springs likes me.
2: All I know is the last time Wayne spoke at town council, our rent at Sug Farm for Cana magically went up.
0: Oh, weird! <laughs> Isn't that strange? Here's what I'll Wayne? say: the
1: last time I spoke at Holly Springs Town Council. Um, it was in defense of the people that have been there as long as I have or longer. Yeah, and I got a standing ovation from more than half of the room when I finished speaking because I spoke for the masses that night. Okay, the old folks that wouldn't stand up there and speak for themselves, like my mom and her neighbors, and those folks that don't land. So, uh, got it. Those officials know how I feel. Okay. But, got it. but got yeah, got they've it. they've always been lagging in in residential downtown and the ability to go vertical with um with apartments and townhomes. So hopefully, in condos, I hope that because uh, that, you got to have that to support places like you. Totally agree. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm excited though. I mean, I I like what's happening.
0: All right, then we got time for one more beer. What did What did you just pour, Adam? This is the West Coast. Okay. Okay. I I might have to like get a fresh glass, which is if you think
2: about it, it's three hours behind our time. right, Devin. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. So so their local time. That local time is three hours behind.
3: All right, Devin. What do we need to know about this one? Um, so for this one, uh, I really wanted to have like a very smooth uh, hop flavor. So it actually has uh, both uh, hop oil, whole flower hops, and pellet hops. And so different type of hops throughout the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for the bittering addition to be like a CO2 uh, you know, hop oil, uh, I feel like it has a very round, very smooth flavor. It doesn't have that sticky... Resinous type flavor. Sure. Um, And then it is, it uh, it goes through about 20 pounds of whole flower hops on the way from the kettle to the tank. And so it just has this great sort of, I don't know, stripping of that flavor on the way through. It acts like a filter bed. It's, you know, um, pretty much an old school hop back. And to me, the hop flavor from that is just unbeatable. Um, and then it is generously dry-hopped, and I just wanted something that had like all of the hop flavor but didn't turn you off, like didn't taste, I don't know, very sticky and hard and that type of thing. Uh, I got a lot of inspiration for this from uh, Sierra Nevada and thinking about how much I like the smooth flavor of pale ale. Sure. Sure, yeah. I mean, heck,
0: as someone who just had pale ale at uh, Boxcar the other day, because I, I was looking at the beer list. I'm like, no, no, no. You know what? I'm going to go with something that I know. What, with the pale ale? I'm like, yeah. yep. There's a reason why I don't mind going back to this beer. Um, so, all right. One quick thing about hop oil. Yes. I'm sure this has been around for a long time, <clears throat> but I'm hearing more about it. Why?
3: Yeah. So, <sighs> hop extracts, I think, there was a time in craft beer where, where people didn't want to say that they used extract or they okay. used things like that. So it, it was a little bit of a, a dirty word, I would say. Okay. Um, however, as there's more technology and more brewers are learning from each other and there's, you know, more education from conferences and things, CO2, uh, oil, extract, all these things are, are what hops would look like if they were invented today. Mm-hmm. You know, the process of hopping is incredibly inefficient. And, you know, like if you're buying a bag of hops, the bittering potential or flavor potential um, is going to be potentially inconsistent from bag to bag, from year to year. Uh, Depending upon its storage, it's going to degrade, that type of thing. So you can reduce all that and have a concentrated form that is more consistent and reliable and takes up less space and you know, it'll last a lot longer in storage. It it really is like the modern hop. Okay. Um, and because the vegetal matter is so much less, I feel like it has a much smoother flavor.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm glad you brought up the fact that these are things that brewers have been doing for a long time, but they were almost embarrassed to...
3: Oh, yeah. ...to admit it. Yeah, I remember years and years ago uh, when I worked for a distributor... Um, the distributor I worked for had a, had a podcast, mm-hmm. and Lagunitas was a brand that uh, the distributor wholesaled. Ah, uh, Lagunitas, my favorite yeah. Lagunitas. Lagunitas. And, uh, you know, the guys from Lagunitas were on talking about um, Hop Stupid and how they put on. Still the label. my all time favorite bomber at the grocery store, and that they couldn't beat that value. They put on the label made with you know hop extract and and they were trying to kind of put it out there and I remember them you know talking on that podcast mm-hmm. saying uh, they were trying to get away from people looking at it as a dirty word yes yeah. how beer is made makes
2: sense was like See? a seven and a half percent bomber for like oh yeah <laughs> like two ninety nine those were the <laughs> it days, had like a IBU. uh, IBUs a green and red label with yep. a barn on it oh. I love that beer, man. <laughs>
0: well, thanks for coming in. Uh, everything was great, um, you. and you know, best of luck. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing things now with the summer and uh, people being outside a little bit more. When it's not raining on the weekends, right? Uh, <laughs> people are tre- heading out to uh, downtown Holly Springs and checking you out. So, thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having Thank us. Everything uh, everything was great, and, and Devin, we promise to bring you on more.
3: Oh, okay. I don't have to change mm-hmm. words we'll mm-hmm. again.
0: Yeah, well, that's okay. up to Adam. He's okay. the he's the guy who gets the guests. So <laughs> it, it, it is <laughs> it is, right. is what it is. Uh, next week uh, now on Now and Advice, we'll get away from beer.
2: Yes, I made a mistake That's last fine, week. Yeah,
0: I, uh, I make mistakes all the time. Uh, yeah, I but it's his. It it. feel bad about we, it. I, mine live online when we do <laughs> podcasts. The internet is <laughs> forever. Like, like today, where we had all sorts of fun with Elliot Avent working through tech issues and... Various other things, or Joe Giglio deciding, yeah, you know what, I'm going to decide to go to the podcast recording uh, recording space and have all this work being done when we were starting to record. So I just I just leaned into it, man. We'll do it live. That's exactly what I did. I was like, we'll, we'll just we'll just do it live. It could so- have
2: been worse. You could have been like making a major announcement on Twitter.
0: Uh, yeah yeah and, and spaces crashes yeah who knows breaking the internet if you will who knew? so anyway thanks to everybody who's uh subscribed followed rated the 919 vice podcast and thanks to breeze through uh for sponsoring 919 vice uh breeze through uh adam stevenson was a guest last week uh that was fun talking about beer caves and how cold drinking beers. my natty light do you were you fell in love with that natty, Hammered light, that natty light home yeah, man. With you, my chicken salad, gas station chicken salad sandwich. Oh, yeah, man. You actually you fell in love with that Natty Light. I just went with the basics. I went with the classics. I, went I with had the to highlight. abandon
1: mine, unfortunately, I know. and, and oh, leave it I here, which was bad. I mean, I, yeah. I could have used that beer for the drive to Holly Springs that morning. <laughs>
0: but everything is fine. <laughs> so, so that is good. So shout out, shout out to Breeze through for sponsoring 919 Vice. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week. We'll see you all next week. Cheers.
3: Cheers.